You are listening to Creating Phenomenal for Your Life, episode number 66, Getting Started. This is Creating Phenomenal for Your Life. I'm your host, Dina George, MD, a lover of learning, a life and weight loss coach, and a family medicine doctor. This podcast is about mindset. What contributes to a life that thrives versus one that is stuck? We'll talk about many things, some related to coaching, some related to health, and some related to your questions, thoughts, and prompts. The ultimate goal of this podcast is to celebrate where we're at and give form to where we're going in our perfectly imperfect journey to a phenomenal life. And give high fives along the way. Thanks for being here. Welcome back. It's been a few weeks. Glad to be here. Glad you're here. Have you been waiting for a football update? All right, here it is. This is being recorded prior to the last game of the regular season. The team is five and four, and three of their losses were within three points. All were due to scoring within the last two minutes. And the last game, the other team scored with nine seconds remaining. It has been an amazing football season, like regardless of their record or their score, we are so proud for the team. And last night was the last game. We'll see if they did well enough to advance to the playoffs. It's been a joy to share tidbits about football with you, like through the season. It's fascinating to be a spectator and to be the parent of a senior. I'm most interested in mindset and how it's a huge part of the game. That's both how and why football is fascinating. All right, so let's get started. Do you love this topic? It's really a, why don't we get started? How could we get started? What if we did get started? Kind of conversation. Starting with, spoiler alert, you already have the answers. Like everything you need, you already have it. I was listening to a podcast recently, a Tony Robbins podcast, who said it's never a matter of resources. It's always a matter of resourcefulness. Everything you need right now, you have to get started, get started again, keep going. You've got it. What you have may be messy, rusty, broken, feel clunky, but it's there. It may be buried under a lot of stuff, and by stuff, I mean emotional stuff. It's there. It's why other people's way or their answers, they don't work for you. It's why the inspirational quotes, they work maybe a few minutes and then they wear off and you're back to where you were. It's why you're stuck or you quit or why excuse after excuse comes up and holds you back. Just mind clutter. Let's play for a moment. Here's a question. Who do you most love being around? First, think of the individual. Who is it? And now why? Why are they your favorite? What do they offer, bring? How do they add value to your life? With some mindset ninja skills, I'm going to guess your why. They don't judge. They offer help. They help you see yourself in a new way. They see things or qualities or values in you that you can't see and remind you of it. They help you think bigger, set bigger goals, step outside your comfort zone provide encouragement, make things that you thought were a big deal, make them no big deal. 
dare I even say they help you to find the answers within you, to tap into your own wisdom, your own ability to figure things out rather than forcing their way onto you. Did I nail it? <laughs> Smile. Mindset Ninja. I rather like that term. Why don't we get started? Here's a ton of reasons. Fear of losing, looking ridiculous. There's so many options, I can't pick one. It didn't work before. I can't fail, can't risk. It's not the right time. It would be too much of a sacrifice. I can't disrupt my kids. My spouse, you can add anything you want. My spouse, not on board, can't move, whatever. Here's some more. I don't know how. It's too late. I'm too old. Okay, we're going to stop there just so that we don't monopolize this episode with excuses. You know what excuses are, right? They're just stories. We believe them. We repeat them. We stay the same. Just stories. We even believe that this is just how it is. Can't do anything about it. Our human mind is so wired to seek pleasure over pain. Avoid discomfort. Stay comfortable. But yet growth and change, they occur during discomfort, unease. In medicine, there are many terms with an A in front, and that actually expresses a negative. And it sounds rather pleasant. So febrile means fever. Afebrile, no fever. Kinesia, movement. Akinesia, lack of movement. Vascular means there's a blood supply. Avascular, lacking a blood supply. You get the idea. I attended the military medical school and part of that is military training out in the field, meaning out in the woods for a few days or a week or so training. And on one particular field training exercise, my battle buddy and I, we weren't enjoying it and we were tired of hearing ourselves complain. So we decided to do it differently. We decided to add an A in front of our words, and that way we could entertain our minds, find unique ways to complain. So we would say, I'm having an A good time. This is so A fun. I am A awake. I am A excited about this road march. <laughs> Growing through the discomfort, finding more ways to be creative about complaining or finding the humor at least occupying the mind with something else to manage the discomfort and to keep going. Getting started, that's what we're talking about today. It all has to do with clearing out the beliefs that hold you back and finding what works for your brain to snap back to this moment. Like, this moment I will no longer tolerate the excuses. I will not bargain with myself. I will not trade my dreams for anything. Maybe it's asking, who am I becoming by doing this, not doing this? Or saying, I will never use that excuse again. It might be shifting into something else entirely. I'm the person who follows through on every commitment. I commit to and will not negotiate anything else. I choose integrity over pleasure. It may be using a term like, of course, to shift into acceptance and then move on. Of course I'm late. Of course my tire is flat. Of course I'm overbooked. 
It may also mean for you reducing your vocabulary. Kicking out words like can't, should, if only, would be nice, quit, failure. Not having the option to even choose those words. It may also mean being creative with how you tolerate the discomfort. Add an A in front of it. Remind yourself that it's just another day of embracing the sock. That's part of the journey. You know one size doesn't fit all. It's like a subject line of an email. I send out an email twice weekly to subscribers. And in the past week, one email had an open rate of 40% and the other it was 10%. And it's all about the subject line and finding a subject line that's going to resonate for some people. It's different than for other people. One size doesn't fit all. You get to come up with your own terms for this moment and why there is no other choice but to start, start again, or keep going. Try on so many terms until you find the one that takes your breath away, that reaches to the heart of your why and simultaneously squeezes your gut so that there really is no alternative. There's no option but to get out of your own way and to stop the excuses. Here's mine. I think about all the smart professionals who feel alone and stuck and isolate themselves and spin around in frustration in their heads and then beat themselves up and see themselves as a failure. And then I think about maybe this one podcast or a social post or an email that might be the right fuel at the right time for somebody to see themselves differently, to see that there's a community of perfectly imperfect people who are celebrating what we can do, who we can be, how we can get out of our own way, and how we can laugh at our minds. We don't have to be alone. It helps me to get started or get started again or keep going. And that's the driver. That's the way to look beyond the 10% open rate. That's the way to look beyond whatever just happened. Look far beyond that to get started again, 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 as many times as it takes and lose the excuses along the way to allow each start to be a little bit lighter, a little bit easier, because we now know one more thing that didn't work to let it be with a little more humor, a little more sharing, open with others, get started. It's really that easy. I talk with many women who want coaching, like they want the ahas, the shifts, the travel through the discomfort with somebody else. And yet they never get started. They believe all the reasons. It's not the right time. It's too expensive. And that's at any price point. It takes away time from my family. If I do that, then I can't do this. You know what never starting means? It means you miss out on the rewards, like the very best version of yourself. You miss out on having the courage, experiencing the courage of traveling through the fear and realizing all that fear was imaginary. It was just an illusion. Miss out on being the bold one who asks bigger questions, makes bigger decisions, empowers themselves and others. And your family misses out on all of that too and the richness that it provides. This applies to anything and everything in life. What if it'll never be the right time and you do it anyway? What if it costs more than you want to spend and you do it anyway? What if the worst that can happen is you miss out on all the returns? That's a huge loss, by the way. 
What if it doesn't provide an immediate return or you get it wrong and you do it anyway? It's a matter of starting. What if, and this is bold, it's a matter of looking at every single excuse as optional and see it for what it is, something that holds you back? My husband and I are doing this now. We are opening up possibilities in our way of thinking and living. We've outlined what's not negotiable, our faith, our marriage, our relationship with our son, and our relationship with our dogs. Everything else, how we work, serve, earn an income, live, invest, spend, all negotiable, all open to debate, discomfort, unease, because the why is to meet new goals. And we have some very audacious giving and serving goals, like legacy goals, which will absolutely require a new way of thinking and living. And it's uncomfortable now. We're just beginning. We think about how it looks when we're there, so much more impactful and abundant, and it builds up others along the way too. Get started. Get out of your own way. See the stories. Label each of them as optional. See the people you want to serve or what you want to impact and let that be non-negotiable. Find that term or expression or prompt that fills your heart and squeezes your gut so that it reorients your mind every time. When your mind wants to seek comfort, to be calm, to be quiet, to avoid the restlessness that you can get back to here now and what you're called to do and start as many times as it takes. How do you get started? The answer's already within you. You go find it and the experience will be what you choose, which really means what you allow. Consider allowing it to be clunky and messy and imperfect. The more imperfect, the more you're going to learn and grow. Stop allowing or indulging in the overwhelming confusion. You're not confused. You might be scared or terrified or uncomfortable or unsettled or insecure, but you're not confused. I get it. You want to guarantee we all do. There aren't any. You want to know what the end result is. You can't. It hasn't been written. You haven't written it yet. You want to know that it was all worth it. That's just belief. And belief is available to you at this moment. You can believe that in five years, your life will be better than you can imagine. Believe that your life is more abundant with people, love, and resources. And you can recreate that image in your mind over and over every single day for the next five years and act on it because our actions are the results of how we think and what we feel. And you know what? When you do that, your life will look that way better than you imagine. Do you see that shift? Getting started requires kicking out the old beliefs, that means excuses, and inviting in new ones. And if your mind works similar to mine, it does because we're high achieving humans, fear, doubt, and uncertainty have taken up way too much space and time. They're always the first to arrive, take up a lot of space. We get to clear them out. Get started. Clear out the noise, the clutter, the hurts, the wounds, the should-haves, the supposed-to-bes, the disappointments, the shame, the sadness, and the isolation. See it all as optional. You aren't alone. You can sit and justify why your spouse should have said something different 
or they should have been more supportive. You can stay on that infinite loop and continue to lose or choose something different. What's it going to take for your mind? How can you disrupt and clear out what holds you back? What belief is it really time to let go of? My hair was supposed to be curly, long, and full. I was supposed to run a marathon by now. My career was supposed to have a leadership title in academic medicine. We were supposed to live in the most luxurious community. Letting go, because focusing on all of those things will always keep me from getting started, will always keep me looking into the past, which I cannot change. None of that helps me serve the woman who feels alone, who's alive but not living, who's got so much more inside of her that she has no idea how to get into, and who's waiting to hear from us. What's waiting for you? Get started. It's really that simple and complex. You really will feel uncomfortable until you don't. You really have all the answers. You just need belief that they're there and start the mission of locating, refining, or optimizing. Remember in a recent podcast, we talked about it being better here. This whole episode are more reasons why. So that you can say, this day I high five my future. I put my head down, took a step into the unknown and said, there is no going back. This day I'm living into everything I can be and evolving into what it takes for tomorrow. This day, I will not bargain, barter, waste, or move out of integrity. This day, I'm alive and on fire with all the perfect imperfection that's me. This day, I am not holding back. I am giving it my all, and I am getting there. And every day, add grace and compassion for the stumbles or the falls so that you continue to get up, get back to work, because that's what adds up to a phenomenal life. Get started. Start again. Keep going. It's worth it. Believe me. High five. All my best. We'll be back again in two weeks because next weekend I'm heading to a Tony Robbins event to unleash the power within. Ciao. Ready to stop overworking, overthinking, and start creating a phenomenal life? I'd love to work with you. Sign up for a discovery call at dinageorgemdcoaching.com. You can find it on the Work With Me page. 